Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we are watching Ninja Turtles The Next Mutation Episode 9. All in the family! Uh, Sky's favorite episode! This may have been the worst written episode we've seen so far. Nothing really happens at all. Uh, Even when stuff's happening, nothing's happening. There's a lot of them standing around talking, which is bad for a show that's very poorly written. Especially when you just want to watch turtles do ninja flips and kick dudes and stuff. Yeah, which, I mean, you don't really get in this show anyway. No, I mean, well, we got a lot of it last episode. It just wasn't very good. Well, yeah. So anyway, this episode starts with them being like, let's exercise. Yeah, Leonardo's on a let's go jogging thing, and Raphael is mad because he doesn't run from anything. It's like, you guys have run from the rank literally every episode, but sure, whatever, that's fine. So they're they're getting in their Jeep and their motorcycle to go running. Yeah, instead of just going into the sewer. And, and right, because we know for a fact that the se- their sewer tunnels lead away from their house. Mm-hmm. So they're going to drive far away to run, I guess. Or down the street. I don't, it, you know, there's no real sense of place. Yeah, that's true. You just see them drive away and screaming things like they like to do. You're talking about run and they say run rhymes with dumb, which it doesn't. It's it's what we call in the biz a near rhyme. In the poetry biz. Sky is a poetress. <laughs> a slam poet. Oh, hey, Thank everyone. You. Sky has a goatee today. <laughs> if he sounds different, it's because he has a goatee. This is evil Sky. Um, if he doesn't have a goatee next week, you probably shouldn't give to our Patreon. So keep the goatee, Sky, and they'll keep giving to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we we still do not have a Patreon. Damn it! <laughs> we, we don't have the fan base to support a Patreon yet. I don't know what podcasts are for. <laughs> uh, killing time till we die. Oh, uh, yay! That's what it's all about. That's right. So after the Turtles <clears throat> Joyride... Yeah, they, they end up... In the sewer, I think. Just a different... Like, they got out of the sewer, drove around, and went back in a different part. Or so it seems... It's it's full of garbage. Yeah, again, no sense of place. But it, now let me ask you this. They seem, like, winded and out of shape and, like, that running was a struggle. They are all 0% body fat. I would they argue that none of them seem winded. They're just They talking. just tell you yeah, about being winded. None of them are out of breath or gasping for breath. They are basically just doubled over saying ah that was bad i'm tired i mean i hate running too i understand (laughs) but they're rippling with muscles yeah you'd think they'd be in some sort of shape but i mean also they eat nothing but pizza and candy and candy on their pizza so i could understand why this would be hard for them (laughs) i eat nothing but candy and candy on my pizza and there are one two three four five six seven eight nine stairs to the top of the house and i can't do it (laughs) i've seen you fall down them that seems pretty easy for (laughs) you at least nine times um but yeah uh I would like to point out that Leonardo points out that humans run all the time and don't whine about it, and I would like to disagree with that wholeheartedly. I literally just whined about it. <laughs> I think he says the healthy humans, maybe. That could be. But I, I, I'm i still going to go ahead and say that they bitch about it, too. And then Venus is like, I'm interested in staying shape. To which Michelangelo Because she's replies, a girl with body issues. Yeah, is that it? <laughs> Michelangelo she's says, the girl. so am I. Uh, after she says that, like, I think he's being flirty? I, it's impossible to tell at this point. Like, he's interested in her staying in shape? Is that what it is? I. It's not flirty enough to know. <laughs> but it's 
And then, like, but Raph it's there. Slaps him in the back of the head, like, "Hey, come on, I'm gonna fuck her." <laughs> yeah, I, I. There's not enough of this episode to pick apart because nope. it's so bare bones and dumb. And oh, and then they do this. This thing that you love from the last episode. Oh, yeah. They uh, remember that stupid joke that I hated, where uh, it's the uncalled for shot at somebody's looks. Well, this one isn't even set up. It's no. Where it's just, "Hey, Donatello, how's your face?" He's like, "What?" And he's like, well, it's killing me. That was, the, that was the last joke of the last episode. And it's like the first joke of this episode. I, I think calling it a joke is generous. Well, calling this an episode is generous. So <laughs> calling well, this a TV show is generous. It's not great. But uh, they're, they're all not looking at each other and talking like they do. Yeah, they always just stand in a bunch. Yeah, and... Venus, uh, instead of, she's like, I can go for another zap, meaning, and then Donatello corrects her, you mean lap. That isn't even... That's like an idiom of ours. Well, no, I don't know, I wouldn't call that that an idiom, that's just the word. Right, I'm saying it's not an idiom. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, like, I misunderstood you. you she, so She misunderstands, like, you're the apple of my eye. She's like, your eyes are made of apples, or whatever, you know, that's yeah. the one that they always use an example in school. But this is just a word, and she seems to speak English fine. Yeah, usually. So she just... <sighs> He's just resting his goatee on the microphone. <laughs> Frustrated as all hell. And the rest of my face. But Venus is clearly, once again, the most competent of these people, or of these turtles. Because, first, she doesn't do much bitching, which is nice. And she is the most in shape, and... The sexiest. <laughs> arguably. I mean, I guess it depends on what you're into. <laughs> That's right. I'm into brainy turtles myself, so I like Michelangelo. I <laughs> see what I, I did see there? What you did there. Yeah. So shortly after Venus says I could, you know, still run some more, Michelangelo, uh, using his preternatural sense of smell, detects a... He becomes Toucan Sam. <laughs> he does indeed. He notices a fruit pizza. There's banana chips and apricots and avocado sauce, which I'm going to say sounds awful. Yeah, sure does. Banana chips? I mean, I understand what banana chips are. I just, why, why would you put them on a pizza? I mean, why would you do anything that happens in the shows? I don't know why I'm overthinking it. I don't know. Because that's late. what the podcast is for? Yeah. Mm. The problem is, is there's not enough to overthink. Like, we're just grasping at straws at this point. We're, like, we're still, nine episodes later, we're still asking, why would they? But there's something wrong with us we're the problem at this point when we're going why would the turtles do this well because there's no sense there's no direction there's no sense of anything there's no reality in this show sorry <laughs> about mutant talking turtles yeah your goatee's just really filling me with rage i don't, I don't think you mentioned my goatee enough so far uh, if I, I mention it throughout you can't for the, for the it. record everyone I only did this as a joke earlier because we talked about me shaving a goatee and I would be the evil me. It's coming off later today it's or tomorrow morning. It's coming off two weeks after Peter season. No, it's not. I'm shaving it tomorrow. Damn it. Where were we? I don't know. They're, they're, Can you tell that we want to talk about this episode a whole lot? Yeah. This guy's so. goatee is more interesting than this episode and it's not a great goatee. It's because I don't have a great beard. I know. They follow the pizza smell. They, yeah. Basically. Everybody stops being winded, I guess, and they find a cage, which is always a great idea to just wander into when you're in the sewer. Right? At no point does this seem like a trap to anyone. Yeah, well, I guess it wasn't. It's not a trap, because I didn't think it them. was going to be a trap. Yeah. But still, it smells like a trap. Yeah. 
it it like also pizza, smells like pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but they just wander straight in. I guess the door wasn't locked, and they just go right in, and then everybody's like, this place feels weird. But, but isn't it suspicious that there's a pizza smell in the sewer, and it's not from them? Yeah. Also, that the pizza is strong enough to overpower the overwhelming stench of sewage. <laughs> I think is pretty notable. Yeah, there is that. I mean, but, is the pizza directly in the sewer or is it above the no, sewer? No, it's above the sewer. But still. They walk into this room. It, uh, they say it looks like a dungeon and then there's a ladder leading up. And then they notice this thing that's covered in a tarp. They pull off the tarp and there's a turtle in it. I would like to point out that it is a red-eared slider. Uh, a turtle you could get for $30, I'm sure, at any Petco. I bet we could procure it in the in the hour if we needed one. We could probably head down to the river and find one. We wouldn't be able to catch it as easy. I certainly could. when they're in the water, they're quite nimble. On land, they are not. Except this one. I would just like you to remember that it's a red-eared slider for later in the episode. <laughs> they pull the tarp off. Ref looks at it and asks, what is that? And they're like, it's a, it's a turtle. It's like, no, I know. Like, why is it here? Which I think was supposed to be a joke, but didn't land. No. And then Venus senses its fear. Apparently this turtle is very afraid, even though its head is outside of its shell. The only thing you should know about a turtle is when it's afraid it goes in its shell. You know, you never see it in this episode without its head out of its shell, so that's a very well-trained well, turtle. No, no, no. What we see is later uh, is a prop turtle. Uh, the turtle does, in fact, go in its shell quite a bit when uh, Bone Steel is yelling at it. Oh. Or not necessarily at it, but near it. Well, we'll explain in a second why I wasn't paying attention. Because yeah. <laughs> this episode was terrible. Even by this show standards. Yeah, this this episode's villain is uh, Bone Steel. Simon Bone Steel. Simon Bone Steel. Who Sky realized it is the voice of Wolverine. On X-Men Evolution, yeah. and I was looking that up, and so I stopped paying attention for a little while. <laughs> I kept f- getting lost in memories of uh, X-Men Evolution because I actually enjoyed that show. I kept getting lost in memories of my family because I missed them because this is not worth not being around them. Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Was there a thing you were supposed to be at? <laughs> yeah, my family's funeral. I skipped it. <laughs> Your entire family's funeral? <laughs> I guess. Uh, were they all in the same car? Is that <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It was a blimp accident. That's yeah, my bad. They were riding in a Zeppelin. They time traveled. <laughs> Went down like the Hindenburg. Yeah, they time traveled. and they. I'm sorry. Was that too soon? I don't know. But why would their funeral be? It's 10 p.m. right now. <laughs> they have a late night funeral. It's a midnight mass situation. <laughs> this is a good episode, huh? Yeah. So uh, we cut back. Like, we get an establishing shot of New York, and then we cut to the, the sewer dungeon they wandered into. And Venus, there, the turtle's in its head, or in its shell. And Venus is just holding it. She got the cage open without a problem. I guess nobody locked it. I mean, why would you lock it? It's that turtle. It's not getting out. It's a little baby red-eared slider <laughs> turtle. Well, it's not a little <laughs> baby. It's just a regular size. Yeah, baby. it is a fully grown turtle. They refer to it as the baby turtle constantly. Throughout the entirety of the episode. And uh, Venus notices that it's a girl turtle. Michelangelo asks her how she knows. And then she says, you may want to have a talk with Splinter. Which we know that they know how to fuck. (laughs) Because they've been trying to fuck her since we met her. Uh, Michelangelo has at least talked about his turtle dick. At least once that we saw. There's also a lot of close-ups in this episode, so you can really see the eye holes for the actors. Yep. And the weird motors for the face. <laughs> They're like constantly pursing their lips. and sh- It's real 
awkward and, and off putting. There, I'm sorry, uh, because there are so many uh, close ups. You notice a lot that they their mouths shut at, before they're finished with a sentence. <laughs> like the last word is always almost always with a closed mouth. So Raphael doesn't want to take it with them. They already have a girl turtle. Uh, I don't know, girling up the place, and then Donatello says, and hugging the John. And then Michelangelo says, and those. Uh, who knows what they're called or whatever hanging in the shower is she wearing a bra she she's not she's not over her shawl anyway was he just talking about the shower curtain maybe like maybe she classed up the place i don't know oh it went back 30 seconds went, which is a goddamn eternity in this show <laughs> in this episode particularly okay here we go and hanging all those who knows what they are things on the shower rod i think that was supposed to be mean brassiers i think it was supposed to mean bra so then they hear, they're down there, they're like feet below, screaming, like usual. Because, well, they can't talk at a, at a volume lower than a yell. It's because they're much, always talking Much like through, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's because they're always talking through closed lips. <laughs> and I just love life. And I'm dead inside. So uh, we, see, shows that. we see through a grate that we finally find the pizza. I would not want to be eating in a room that has a direct line to the sewer. No, a sewer that's always steaming upwards. Like, that's so putrid and garbagey that there's literal garbage smoke spewing towards the ceiling. And through the grate, we see this guy with green hair. And he's talking to a guy who you can't see because he's got his back to us. He's the, the, the guy with his back to us is talk, trying to sell the turtle that he has in his dungeon in the sewer. He is trying to convince this guy that this turtle is worth a thousand dollars. The guy in the green hair is like, I'll give you like 200 bucks for it, which is do some research, bro. I got nothing. Not good. <laughs> he just wants to buy that little turtle or he's trying to sell that turtle. And he says it put up a fight and that he killed his parents. He says he made that turtle an orphan. He also said that he wrangled these turtles. Unless they're, again, unless they're in the water, they're not very nimble. But whatever. He, he's trying to, they're haggling because it's an only, it's only a five pound turtle. No, he says that he hogtied those turtles. That is l- physically impossible to do. You could duct tape its legs shut, maybe, but you can't hogtie a turtle. <laughs> duct tape its legs shut. Then the cheese starts gooing down, which looks sort of delicious if it wasn't the show. And also it's touching a sewer grate. Yeah, there is And Michelangelo that. starts reaching at it because he's a child. Um, he, do you put cheese on a fruit pizza? What did you just see? I, well, I see a lot of things I don't believe. I don't know. You don't put peanut butter on a fish sandwich, but Michelangelo's doing shit. All right. Take it easy. I don't know. We finally get flipped around and we learn... That this gentleman's name is Simon Bonesteel, the greatest hunter on the face of the earth or whatever. He won't take anything less than $2,000 for this turtle. And then he degrees to six fifty. Apparently they are pretending that this red-eared slider is an endangered species. Uh, remember, like I said before, red-eared slider, 30 bucks, maybe. So Simon goes down into the dungeon to get the turtle. and It was in a dungeon in a cage. And you may be thinking, oh, well, surely the turtles escaped through the way they came. Uh, you would be mistaken. This guy yelled at the TV. Uh, I think my exact words were, what the fuck, man? <laughs> they just ran to the other end of the room and are kneeling down with their backs to the uh, ladder. In Venus 100% isn't. plain sight. No, Venus is kind of kneeling and looking at Simon. He notices them and then they all scatter like a goddamn Scooby-Doo cartoon. 
And then they decide to escape. So Simon goes and gets a net gun. He tracks them down in the sewer and uh, Leonardo takes out his sword. It's a double-edged sword, which is not at all what Leonardo is known for. And apparently this one can in fact split down the middle and become scissors or an incredibly awkward to use sword. I don't know what the hell's happening in this episode. There's a, just a lot happening. And in, yet nothing's happening. Nothing. So Simon's got goggles that can shoot a suction cup dart. He targets uh, the baby turtle. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it that because that's what they call it that. He's, it's he's, it's a full grown turtle. He's calling a baby in quotation marks, in goatee mm. quotation marks. Really hard fun on that goatee. You can't can't edit it out. <laughs> I can try. <laughs> so he shoots a suction cup and it hits the turtle and then it's got a little string attached to it. Uh, and he uses that to pull the turtle back. Cause Venus uh, her hands are apparently extremely weak. Well, we'll talk about their hands later. I got some things to say. But he's he, he doesn't pull that turtle hard enough that it would fly at him. It would just fall out of her hands and bash on the floor and like well, break into a jillion pieces. Right? No, no, the suction cup would just pop off because well, yeah. you can't but get a good seal on a turtle let's shell. Let's say that works, but it would still just yank it out of her hands and it would bash on the floor. Probably, yeah. I don't know why I'm looking for logic. Anyway. It's a fool's errand. Yeah, it actually flies through the air as if it went up like 16 feet. Yeah, when it gets pulled out of her hands, it immediately starts heading down, but they cuts and whatnot. And it's up in the air. So he stuffs it into a bag and then realizes that these are talking turtles and that he's talking to them. I feel like no one ever realizes they're talking turtles right away. So he... I don't know. He Raphael says that he's insane in the membrane, and I kind of wished that they had... The, like procured the rights to that song. Uh, um, now, I will say, speaking of music, I've never noticed the music in this show, but when they were sneaking into that dungeon looking for that pizza, the music was kind of ominous and not terrible. <laughs> I meant to say that. It almost sounded like they were doing it on purpose. <laughs> I don't think they were. Uh, maybe. I mean, you get one good sound designer, and then he's just, well, this is a garbage show, but I'm going to do my job well. I just, but that that's the only time I've noticed it in nine episodes. And I was like, oh, hey, that music seems to fit. Yeah. So Simon pulls out a crossbow and on that crossbow is an arrow with three sticks of dynamite on it. He prepares, to, he also has named his crossbow. I forget what it was. It was like Luan or something. Uh, he takes aim and lights the, the, the wick and then Venus hucks a ball at him which explodes the dynamite in front of him, and then she jumps over and kicks him down. Is that what happened? I didn't... I wasn't sure what was happening. I'm... This is what my brain chooses to believe. No, that makes sense after uh, seeing it again. But I was just like, why did that ball explode? Is that a distraction? So she hops over, collects the turtle from the bag, and then they run away some more. We cut to a different point, and then... It's a different part of the sewer, but it looks like they're in the exact same part of the sewer. Yeah. And they just reuse that same set over and over again. Well, yeah, you built it once. They're uh, back, like, like, we cut, and they're driving away. They, like, get back in their car, but they're really upset that, A, that man tried to kill that turtle, and that they're stuck with this little baby turtle, which is a running problem for them. They don't want to have to take care of this turtle. Because they have no sense of responsibility. Also, how fucking hard is it to take care of a little baby turtle? Not very. Nah, I mean... The rat's always there alone when they're off doing ninja shit. He could probably look after it for a minute. He's used to looking after baby turtles. Yeah. 
So they also so, just take it to a river or whatever. Maybe not just, New York, yeah, but <laughs> dump it somewhere. It's a turtle. It'll be fine. But they're so they're all upset until they get in their car and drive because they love riding in cars. <laughs> they're like a goddamn golden retriever. They just think it's the greatest fucking thing to be driving because they just scream things while they drive. Green on the scene, rock and rap, whatever they say. Rap and roll. Yeah, that's it. Rap and roll. They're so excited to be in the car. <laughs> well, I think it's the producers who's excited who doesn't ha- because they don't have to shoot anything new and they can save some money. Which is fine. But maybe they could just be like, "We got to get out of here." Yeah. Not yay driving. So, we cut uh, they're done driving and they're back in the sewer. Uh Leonardo wants to see the turtle and he immediately thinks that she likes him. He's got a weird relationship with real life turtles. Yeah. Uh, even though that one is the prop. And then Simon Bonesteel is just there. I don't know how far away they were, but he's reckoning he can get like five grand each for the turtles. So he's going to go murder them or something. Even though they drove at least a little ways away. A block, uh, maybe, or maybe 14 miles. No sense of time or place in this fucking show. Right, because they park their cars and presumably they're walking home. But uh-huh. it never takes them long to get from their home to the cars. Yeah. Apparently the route from the cars back home is really long. Like they're talking about what do we do with this turtle? And then somebody says, well, if only we had a bucket of ooze. And then Donatello takes great offense to that. Well, it's because he knows they're going to try and mutate it into a, a teenage lady and fuck it. Because there's not enough of teenage lady turtles to go around. And Donatello's <laughs> like, come on, guys. We can't be fucking everything. We got shit to do. But uh, Bone Steel finds them because, of course, he does. Maybe he tagged that turtle. I don't know. It's That's never brought up. That's what I thought because he was looking at that calculator and I was like, oh, he's got like a tracking device in the turtle. No, no it was just a calculator. Yeah, a he was just ago. calculating what he could get for the turtles. Uh, he shoots the net gun again. This time, Leonardo wasn't ready. So Venus and uh, Leonardo are trapped in a net. We know from our, the last episode that... That is an unescapable. When you're a big rubber puppet, nets are your greatest enemy. But the other three are fine and uh, don't bother trying to take the net off. Which is all you have to do with a net like that. So Bone Steel pops out and he's like, yeah, it's going to be an honor to shoot you. It's like, this is a children's show and that's real weird. But uh, he pulls out a f- what I thought was a blowgun but ends up being a flute. Donatello, or I would call it a fife. But Raphael is like, can you play taps? Why is that your request? I think it's because he's going to murder him. Oh, okay. Because he threatens to murder him a lot That's without fair. saying the word murder so much. Well, they do say kill at one point, but apparently this flute has ultrasonic properties and the turtles are super susceptible to sonics because they're symbiotes from Spider-Man. <laughs> but in the middle of them being in terrible pain from this sound, I believe Leonardo says, oh, and I thought Splinter's singing in the shower was brutal. So yep. it can't hurt that bad because no. they're still quipping. Well, they're also terrible at what they do. That's true. Uh, but then instead of like killing them with the Sonics, right, he just, just stops and hucks it. Continuing to blow into it until their brains bleed. Yeah. He uh, pulls out the crossbow and shoots more dynamite at them. Donatello catches it, sets it down underneath him, and it explodes, sending him flying at Bone Steel. Here is the thing about that. <laughs> What's the thing about that? Tell me something about dynamite. Uh, it's actually very stable uh, when it's in its uh, stick form like that. It takes a lot of energy, or it takes you know quite a bit to make it explode. So it, uh, if you were to just have a stick of dynamite, you could throw it as hard as you could against a wall, 
wouldn't do anything. You actually have to have a lit wick in there to blow it up. No, wick is the puppet. Indeed he is. Um, so that would have just severed Donatello's legs and everyone around him. <laughs> uh, there just would have been a turtle bits flying every which way. Would have brought the sewer down around him. Probably. It was three quarter sticks of dynamite. But it explodes Donatello at him instead. Uh, he tackles Bone Steel to the ground, and then they reverse the shot, and he backflips back to the exact point where he was. Instead of just smashing him in the head with his bow, knocking him out, and being done with this, uh, he decided to do a backflip and not deal with it. So Bone Steel gets back up and pulls out a whip that also has a name. I believe the whip's name is Suzanne. That, sure. You missed the terrible joke. Because they're trying to get the net off of them. And Mikey says, uh, talk about surfing oh. the net. And he says, get it, surfing net. Uh, all right, the net part I get, but they're not, they were never surfing. Yeah. Get it, surfing? Nope. And also that should have come from Donatello. Also, he, he likes computers. The term surfing the net is like six weeks old at this point. <laughs> oh, so it was like a family guy thing where they just referenced a thing. Yes. Okay. If they had more time and money, there would have been a cutaway. <laughs> So, Bone Steel says it's rodeo time, and then he just goes to whip Raphael with. Oh, it's Susanna. Yeah. Uh, he, Raph catches it, and then just pulls the whip away from him. Bone Steel's real bad at this. Right? This, I mean, the turtles seem semi-competent comparatively, but they don't use any of that competence. Real low bar. Uh, Raph does a little choreograph, like hopping and... But he does it real slow-like, so they have to speed it up. Because you can't do anything fast in that stupid rubber puppet costume. Yep. Instead, of, he does the Indiana Jones thing where he somehow whips it and it wraps around Bone Steel, incapacitating him. Yeah, seemingly. More or less. And then he pulls it and spins him around in place. You know what Indiana Jones thing they should do? Was when Indiana Jones shot that guy with the sword. They yeah. should just shoot instead this guy. Of, instead of just fucking around. Yeah. I'm not dealing with this. Boom. Done. Their lives would be so much easier if someone just gave them a gun. Yep. So Bone Steel gets dizzy and falls down, and then Leonardo steps on his chest and is like, Look, please stop following us. We're done with this, please. Leonardo has to weigh easily 550 pounds. <laughs> if he had just put his weight into it, he could have just killed him then. So Venus apparently put this turtle in a box she found and then puts it down to yell at Bone Steel, and then the, tur- the turtle escapes. That's so fast. Turtles are notoriously slow. And nobody notices, because no one is good at what they do. She picks up the fucking box and doesn't notice that it's, like, lighter. Yeah. It's also open at the top, so you should have looked in the fucking thing. It's minus one turtle. Yeah. So, it crawls underneath a tire to what we never see, but it it crawls under a tire, and then Bone Steel picks it up after the turtles leave and just screams at it. Because he won, I guess? Not sure. This episode is exhausting. We're only halfway through, everyone. I just want to sleep. <laughs> Me too. I wasn't tired until we started watching this. <laughs> <sighs> We're almost. We're not even. Also, you're never quite sure where the episode's going to end because A, it feels like it's been on for so long. And B, not, there's no build up to anything. There's no like climax. There's no resolution. It's just sort of a straight puttery line all the yeah. way across. And we have no connection to this turtle, really. We don't have any connection to the turtles that we like. Like, they're walking and they're discussing uh, pet politics, I guess, is the best way to phrase it. It's lo- it's a long it's as if of... It's as if they replaced the writers with PETA. Yeah, for just a second. Oh, no. Is that this part? It's coming, I think. Because they, oh. they realize they lost the turtle. Yeah. 
And then they're like, hey, I'm going to go find that turtle. And then uh, uh, yeah. uh, Raph's like, nah. Raph doesn't want to go because apparently he thought that the fight that they had with Bone Steel was hard. And then they're like, <laughs> why are we trying to help her? And then it gets real preachy. Yeah. Uh, Donatello apparently goes to turtles.com or some shit. Oh, no, that's not this part yet. Oh. We, because every part is just them standing and talking, we don't know what's what. Uh, so now Bone Steel is just talking to the turtle about it. he's gonna sell him, and apparently that guy's name Sweatstain, or that's what he calls him. Oh, the green-haired the gentleman. Green-haired guy, yeah. yeah. He calls the uh, the turtle Bright Eyes. Apparently, even though the turtles just kicked his ass pretty good, he's pretty confident that he can go and murder them. And I mean, he, he's not super wrong, because they're not great at anything. And we start the uh, the high horse part of the show. Yeah, this is the part. Yeah. We go to the, the Turtle website. The Turtle website. Because in 1997, there was a Turtle website. There was also a Tortoise website, I bet. Um, so, it, yeah, it's a full, I don't know, three to four minutes of uh, Donatello telling us that Turtles are, are treated poorly by children because they yeah. think they're toys and then they kill them. Apparently, he logs on all all the time to turtles.com or whatever and it is. And he logs on, which implies that he has a sign-in and, like, password for it's it. It probably does machines. That's his password for sure. The pets are depleting the turtle population. Are it, turtles uh, that endangered? No. Are red-eared slider turtles that endangered? Absolutely not. He's so fucking serious, though. Like He is. This is the most acting we've gotten out of any of these puppets, and it's not for... <laughs> anything important uh raphael apparently hates humans he keeps reiterating that he hates them and that you can't even name a good one and then michelangelo says old mcdonald so april is straight up not in this or a character at all yeah also if like so, without the sound on this the way it shot i would if you had been like what do you think this is from <laughs> if you just showed me this part without the sound i'd be like it looks like a like an anti-smoking psa from the early 90s <laughs> Like, the way they're all just standing, and it's weirdly lit, and the camera angles are different than anything else we've ever seen. Like, it just seems so serious. Mm-hmm. It's probably a different director or something. So, uh, Raph does a 180 and decides, yeah, let's go save this turtle. Because he hates humans. Mm-hmm. We cut to Bone Steel, who's walking with the turtle. He's still yelling at it and telling it that it's a naughty girl, which is weird to me. Uh, he says he's going to take its shell off and spank its bottom. Yep. And then uh, the the mutant turtles find him because, of course, they do. Well, I mean, he's walking through the sewers yelling at a little turtle. It's not hard to find him. Follow the <laughs> yeah, echoes. but they're always walking through the the sewers yelling. Also, so yeah, that's how they knew to follow the, the sounds of yells. Yeah, I'm saying they can't stop yelling, so they would drown out his yells. Do you think somewhere in the sewer, Splinter can just hear all of this? Yeah, hear the echoes, and he's just shaking his rat head like God. <laughs> just damn it! Just sitting there just con- considering furious. seppuku. Yeah, I could just kill myself and they'd come back and they'd see a dead rat and that would teach him a lesson. But then they just holler about a dead rat. Bone Steel has a new gun. He calls it Marguerite. What does it do? We never find out. Because they take it. Well, he does say it's actually full. He does say it's full of tranquilizers in a minute. Does he? It looks like a blunderbuss. But they take it and watch them pass it back and forth. Because they can't grab it because they can't see or control their hands properly. They toss it into the chest of the next turtle, then close their arms up around it, and then <laughs> feel around to hold it properly. <laughs> Each of them does it. Yep. Watch. You could have. He, he, he throws it uh, at Donatello next, I think. 
No, I think it's back to Leo. Oh, it's back to Leo. Yeah, see? And he, he catches it like a, an, a kid would catch a football who's never caught a football before. Then Donatello does the same thing. And then I believe Venus does it next. Mm-hmm. All of them catch it the stupid way. And then have to fumble around. Mm-hmm. He's named this gun Marguerite. And uh, he's freaking out that other people are touching it. Uh, he refers to himself as Daddy. And that he's going to save it. And it's really... This, this whole thing is really uncomfortable. And then Venus puts the turtle down again. As Bone Steel pulls out a battering. And, uh, oh, that's a straight-up battering. I didn't. You said that, and I didn't realize it. Oh yeah, it's a boomerang that's sharp that looks like a bat. Uh, Venus pulls out a ball that has a rope attached to it, Apparently. and they tie him up, or she ties him up. He falls down again, and then the turtle, the actual turtle, is just on the ground. And then Michelangelo decides to get on all fours to make her feel as though she has a friend. Leonardo tells him that he's doing it wrong. And gets down on his hands and knees to show him how he's supposed to pretend to be a turtle. (laughs) Because he has experience with that turtle at the zoo. Right, he knows real turtles. Uh, It's also super weird. And then Raphael's like, nah, here's how you do it. And I feel like the only reason the other two don't do it is because we run out of room in the camera lens. Oh, and meanwhile, they've set the gun too close to Bone Steel. Mm -hmm. Like, an inch away from him. So he gets loose and then he picks it up. He apparently had a shark tooth in his pocket that he could use to saw through the the rope that Venus used. That actually, that's the part of the episode that's made the most sense, is him <laughs> having a shark tooth in his pocket. That's true. But then he fucking throws it over his shoulder. Oh, does they, he? Yep. Uh, so. He, yeah, he says that Marguerite's loaded with lullaby juice, tranquilizer darts, powerful enough to bring on a whole, whole herd of woolly mammoth, which... Is not a thing he could have tested. So, yep, holds the tooth, slowly stands up and hucks it behind him. All five turtles watch him do this instead of throwing a ninja star into his neck. (laughs) So he picks up uh, Bright Eyes, the baby turtle, again. uh, The turtles tell him that they can't do this and that they're going to turn him over to the proper authorities. And then uh, this happens and um, you have to explain it. Oh, I I can't begin to parse they this. Confuse him with it's ultimately what, what they're disguising is logic. Well, it's ultimately duck season versus rabbit season, but but done in a shitty, terrible way. They just they trick him into with the pronouns you and me, and which one belongs to whom. Yeah, and it goes on for so, so long, so long, and it. it I've never seen so many people use so many words to say nothing. But, uh But they, yeah, they they confuse him. Because he's simple. Because he's simple. And then for a split second, I thought this was just going to be the end of the episode. They were going to confuse <laughs> him and it was just going to be done. So I mean, it's very close to the end. Thank God. Eventually, he hands over the turtle to Michelangelo. Leonardo says, turtles vanish. And then they kind of do like a that side hopping yeah. skip run. How would you describe? Leonardo does it like the biggest, like he, like, like elbows exit, up and like exit stage tipped, left yeah, even. Like t- and he like tiptoes off of the to the side, which I think then they like show Simon and then go right back to the turtles and they're just walking away casually. Yeah, while he walks in circles, talking to himself like a crazy person, trying to parse what just happened. Nothing, man. You. You should have just shot them with the gun that you had, like you said you were going to. Yeah, you're covered in guns and sharp objects, and you still can't. 
Yank good. Imagine so if, oh. even though we saw them drive to wherever it was that they were and they got in the sewer, the next scene we get with them is them driving away again to parts unknown. Well, this time they're driving back to the sewer. Back right? to their sewer. To their sewer. I guess. To their train station sewer home. Right. Because that's where they end up. But where they were in the middle, you're right, makes no sense. But we do get this wonderful weird shot of my or Raphael um, grimacing. Yeah, just mouth open, one eye closed more than the other. <laughs> just like rubber head just sort of bobbing as the motorcycle struggles to drive. I don't I've I don't I don't know. I'm I'm not sure either. And the fact that there's a separate entrance for the motorcycle and for the like the motorcycle and the Jeep couldn't share. Nope. Uh it's less dramatic. So I, I guess they're pretending that this tur this red-eared slider is an endangered Hawksbill sea turtle. Because they're uh, listening to the radio and it's talking about it. It's explaining how it was returned by some good pedestrian. Raphael's insulted that they assumed it was a human. I don't know. Maybe this isn't in the movie universe because those turtles were exposed in Turtles 2. So if they don't know about these turtles, I'm going to stop trying to figure it out right now <laughs> um but i don't he's he's annoyed that they didn't assume it was a, a, a mutant turtle that returned who, the other turtle who do you think is more annoyed right now you <laughs> or Raphael at the at the story that they fabricated it's me in a walk <laughs> your uh, mask isn't ripped up enough and uh Raphael's goatee isn't good enough it's it's it is not good guys so <sighs> splinter says that he's proud of them he helped because he once helped some baby turtles he found in a sewer. He's talking about those turtles. Yeah. He, Except for Venus. He didn't help her. He was like, I could take care of four, but five seems like a bit much. Yeah. They realize that Bone Steel is going to be hunting them now because they he knows that they exist. And Raph says, let them let him come. You could have you could have done something about it permanently when he was there. You had the opportunity. Yeah. So we cut somewhere else where not sure. But he's talking. Bone Steel's talking to his gun, and he's swearing vengeance. Uh, he's gonna go and kill those turtles. Basically, that's the gist of it. Yeah, he wants to make this endangered species extinct. And then he, I think he laughs maniacally, and that's about it. Mm -hmm. That's the episode. Nothing happened. Nothing good. What would you say was the weirdest part? I don't know. What do you think is the weirdest part? That you could get six hundred bucks for a, a red-eared <laughs> slider. That's true. I mean, that's a sweet deal on your end. You're yeah, if you can trick someone, you get it. Yeah. But that's unethical, I think. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just the whole bone steel is good. Like, just from the little picture you get in the description of the episode and the name bone steel, I thought he was going to be like a real formidable villain. But instead, <laughs> like, he's like a dollar store Craven the yeah. Hunter. Yeah, I was going to say, you're expecting Craven the Hunter with an awesome vest. Yeah. It shoots lasers out of the, the the lion eyes, but instead, you get a guy with a single dreadlock and that has a rubber snake, not a rubber snake, even a plastic snake stuck in it. I'm glad this didn't kill his career, <laughs> like it did to the poor guy who plays Doctor Queez. Yeah, and probably all of the people playing the turtles. So, uh, I think one of them. What was the most turtle turtleific part? Oh, that was just a thing I said. Yeah. Um, I think it was all the time that uh, Donatello spent lecturing them about <laughs> how turtles are endangered because we pet them too hard. 
You gotta pet them so they it's can not, feel it. It's not great. Uh, what was the most missed opportunity? Like, like what was the idea that had the the worst missed opportunity? Oh, I, that's like, bone steel. Just in general. Yeah, they he like in every way that Queez was kind of nuanced for this show. Uh, bone steel was not. He was very much over the top and like. Crossing his eyes, goofy kind of thing. Like, yeah, this show was written with no particular tone in mind. It's just sort of, and and obviously no one, no one watched or read any of the other scripts. They just were like, well, here we go. And there must be just like a joke jar that they pull jokes out of. <laughs> They're like, make him ask about his face. I just don't understand how it works. Or I wonder, maybe they're going to take one joke. Like, there will be two jokes in each show. Regardless, the the ending one will be in the beginning of the next one, and so on. I don't think they gave it that much forethought. <laughs> yeah, that could be. Um, I was reading the Wikipedia, which, if you don't follow us on Twitter, I told Sky on there to read it. He did not, but it's very poorly written, almost as poorly written as the show. Uh, <laughs> but they talk about how um, we, we, Sky, which one of the Eastman and Laird guys are in charge of Turtles still? Eastman is still involved. He Laird when, walked away. When the director of the TMNT, the CGI, that, that movie that's pretty good. You know that TMNT, one? yeah, the yeah. one in 05, 06? Something like that. Uh, that movie's fucking rad. When that one happened, um, he forbid them to make any jokes about Venus, any joke, any references to this show. It could not, it, it, he, he hated it. With good reason. Uh, Eastman has always been on board for an, a fifth turtle, though. Laird was always like, no, we're not doing that. Wasn't uh, his name Kirby? He, he wanted to name it Kirby, yeah, yeah, after Jack the King Kirby. Would, this is just going to end in a fizzle now because this episode has just literally taken everything out of us. I, I've got nothing left. <laughs> so on that note. <laughs> Emotionally and spiritually. We did another one. All right. We have several busy weekends coming up, so hopefully we get all the rest of these out on time. Yeah. We normally record on Sundays, but we're going to work it out so that that doesn't happen. Uh, So we might get Ninja Madness and watch like two or three of these at a time. (laughs) And and just... I will be uh, so drunk by the third one. (laughs) We're we're kind of punchy now. We're we're also kind of exhausted. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. You can reach us at... Uh, popculturefailure at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter at failed pop culture with no e at the end because it was too many characters so many characters uh, i am uh, sandwich surplus on the twitters i'm midwest love affair which uh, i'm looking at it so i can spell it this time oh. mdw s-t-l-v-a-f-f-r could you see why you can't remember that that's fair uh, I've been including it in the show description. So and that's great. But maybe people want to hear it, how it's spelled out loud. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We've done it. Into your mic. Uh, Sky has a goatee. Ah, okay. Sky has a goatee. Speak less into your mic. You want me to talk like this about your goatee? I'm going to turn you back down a little. I hope you're prepared for me to talk about your goatee. You could explain the circumstance preceding it. Uh, that you are the evil sky? <laughs> yep. <laughs>